This is Homer and Tony. Oh, baby. Will Smith. You ever heard of him? Ice Cube. He's not a rapper. <laughs> yes, he was. But no, he started. Not, no, he was yes, not a rapper. That's first. where he started. Before he was an actor? Yes. It was DJ Jaggy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Okay, but he was on the Fresh of the. No, he was not. But he was a no. rapper before yes. that. That came why first. Why did he use that name? That was his name. They turned a TV show yeah. out of his rap. Did yes. they really? Yes. 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 Learn something <laughs> new every day. Oh, <laughs> Everybody knew that but you. Dylan, I can remove you from this room. <laughs> why Dylan, you, why are you laughing? Dylan's too young and he still do that. I love Sabonis. There's some guys like MB. You can lose, but you know every game. You're in the running. You know he's not uh, Caucasian That's American, right. right? Well, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So th- those are his favorite players. I so. told oh, yeah, you. No, they're not. No, they're not. How do you feel about T.J. McConnell? Uh, white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue. This is Homer and Tony. Harmony, because for the first time in a contest in which I'm pathetic, I nailed it on one call, that's all, on Friday. Pebble, what did I say Friday? That Marquette was going to beat Butler and be in the top ten of the AP poll come Monday. In the top ten in the country. What? And what is Marquette today, Pebble? Number ten. Number ten. Wow. Uh, I'm willing to admit that given my past record, it is a blind squirrel situation. Uh, if I was a gambling man and they had a bet on Homer's one call, that's all, this Friday, I would bet against it. <laughs> uh, let's, you know, let's not look a gift horse in the mouth. There, you, you got it right. Just be happy. I know. I'm just saying. I don't. It doesn't won't happen change. much more. We know that's that. correct. Oh, so we all already know that. Yes. Uh, I think UConn is like 21. It's a, so it's a it's a big game nationally tomorrow. I don't even know where it is. Isn't it in stores? We're not going to. We're not playing in Hartford, are we? Have you looked? Have I? You. Uh, nah, I just. I just get on the bus. Uh, the I game is in Hartford. Where we're going. It is? At the XLL Center in Hartford, wow. yes. Ooh. Wow. Put it at the big one. That is. Let's go. Purdue, one. Houston, two. Bama, three. Arizona, four. Texas, Tennessee, UCLA, Virginia, Kansas, and your Golden Eagles. Number, Number 10. 10. Uh, and then we have an issue to what deal is, with. Uh, was, I don't see the Wisconsin Badgers on here. No, nah, they're struggling. Oh. Um, they lost to Northwestern last night. Oh, I don't see Northwestern on here either. No, so it was a very close game. Um, and the Marquette game, they'll look back and Xavier, say, 13. Yeah. Marquette. Providence, 20. UConn, yep. 21. Yep. Jeez, Creighton, 23. Jeez. Five, yeah. The Big East is Correct. smoking. And you know why? Because what's the most important thing in college basketball? Guard play. Not even close. Got to have guard no. play. Now, that's what Al McGuire said, but no. Because Al McGuire couldn't say the yeah, truth. So you know more than Al McGuire now. Oh, Pebble, no. Can you put that I don't. Up? Can you put that Al up, can't say the Al can't say the truth. Oh, he can't say the he truth. He cannot say the truth. What was the key to Marquette's greatness under Al McGuire? 
Defense? Know. Al McGuire. No, Al McGuire. Al McGuire was the key to yeah, the, Yes, they won because of Al McGuire. They didn't win because they're Marquette. Wherever Al McGuire had coached, he would have won. You want to know why wait, the Big East is wait, looking hold on, good? Hold on. I, I believe. Yeah. So first, I'm, I should let you get to your point, but I can't. Because once again, you contradict yourself. You're, you're one of your most famous stories you tell is what Al McGuire's record was before he came to Marquette. Correct. Tell that story. Let's hear it. What's the, what's, what was his record? He was horrible the last two years <laughs> at Belmont. There you have it, folks. Contradiction in hand. No. <laughs> yes, contradiction. Well, again, if you check all the time that he was at, at Belmont hey, Abbey, he I was did, very successful. I, I didn't make the story. That was I your story. No, I'm just retelling your story. Yes. You said he was a horrible. No, the great, the importance for every college basketball team is the coach. The success? Yes, totally. Look at Xavier. Totally. Xavier. Oh, right. out of hand. Now you're disrespecting the student athletes. No, they they picked the student athletes. That's why the coach is so important. The, the athletes. They are, picked them. Yes. Do you wait? Hey, Pebble, can you turn his headphones? I don't think he's hearing what he's saying. I'm hearing here. totally what I know. It exactly what I'm saying. Oh, okay. The great coaches get great players. That's why they're great coaches. Uh, how many coaches? How many of those great coaches were looking at Dwayne Wade? What? How many great coaches were looking at Dwayne Wade? Uh, uh, yeah, not many. Hold on, not many. Hold on, no, many were. were. I think there were many some great were. coaches. Many were. Okay, but they didn't go get him. Why? Well, he adhered to the first school that expressed oh. interest and said they would take him regardless of his grades. So he was highly recruited, though. Yes. Oh, I never, very I never incredibly heard highly recruited. Mm. I heard they caught the opposite. Oh, no. oh, my not God. highly. Recruited. Oh man, he could have gone in uh, his senior year. He could have gone anywhere in the country. Really? Oh my God, he was setting numbers up. They used to send him to me. Dwayne Wade played in a tournament early on. He's like in the two games, he had fifty points, forty rebounds, thirty steals, twenty assists, <laughs> twenty-five block shots, and he sold eighty-six bags of popcorn at half. <laughs> But he uh, stayed loyal to the first school. Right, anyway, I'm uh, disagreeing with your coaches are everything. No, but go ahead. No, I'll let you finish on your name. No, you look the Big East. I'll let you finish on your Dor- name. Marquette is now a top ten power. Why is Marquette good now? Why? There's one reason Marquette is good now. Uh, tell him, Pebble. Um, tell him. Go ahead. Tell him. Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart. Xavier was pretty good. Xavier makes a change and brings in. An outstanding coach who uh, had some issues at uh, at uh, Arizona. Fired. All of a sudden, Xavier's top in the country. The other schools are pretty much Providence has been good for a while. But look at Xavier and Marquette. Xavier's what? 12? Xavier? 13. Yeah, 13. 13. Yep. First year he's there. Marquette, 10. Second year, Shaka Smart. Nothing to do with players, I'd say. No, all new players. No, it's all the players. All new players. The key is the players. Oh. You said the key was the coach. Right, but the key is the coach because coaches, players play for coach. Keep track of his keys. Pebble gets it. Pebble, what's the key? Uh, Apparently, it's coaches and players now. Right, well, here's the key. Wow. Well, no, because it's new. Hold on. What a revelation. It's so easy to explain. (laughs) If Shaka Smart isn't here, these players aren't here. (laughs) That's the point. You explained it so greatly. Yes. Wow. What determines the players players that you have? 
Pebble. What determines the Pebble. players you have? Recruiting. Go uh, get that on a T-shirt right now. The key is players and coaches. No. Yes. No, I didn't. That's what you just said. I know, but the, that's because you made me. You made me uh, explain. Oh, I made you. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I started you. with what I, made I said. You explain yourself. Yes. My bad. But why? Well, you get mad because players don't get credit I'm, for being I'm not important. Mad. Well, I'm just telling. I'm just. I'm asking. All right. I do is. It's not hey, even close. Hey, man, I'm here to ask you a question. Fine, right. I'm here to you tell say you something. And the I'm key, just, I'm I just ask you a question. The key. I want to be mad at me. The key is is coaches. Okay. Because and why coaches? Oh, no, you tell us. They get the best players. All right. There you go. But would Xavier be where they are without can, Miller? Can Hell no. Can ask you would Marquette be where they are? Where Hell does, where no. Where does player Miller. development fall on that? What? Where does player development yes. fall on that? Oh, Pebbles got a question. Yeah. All right, answer Pebbles' question. That's also a decent question. Yeah. What? Because you said coaches and players. Coaches get the players. The coaches right. coach. So does Correct. player development fall into that category as well in terms of coaching? I mean, it's, uh, it's part of it, but. The, the the biggest difference is the the, the the quality of the players that come in. It is not the development. The most important part is where they are when they get here. So Shaka Smart's uh, wrong when he says that they don't get McDonald's All-Americans, but they get Burger King All-Americans. So that means the development, uh, yes, is, the development is, is in is, there to make them the better players that they are. Right. He is underselling the quality of the player okay. by saying they don't have McDonald's All-Americans. There are only, what, 15 McDonald's All-Americans. Almost all schools don't no, have no, McDonald's All-Americans. Because there's two 20, teams. 20? No, there's something. two teams. So yeah, yeah 20, 20 yeah. 22. Right. Um, uh, I also have a follow-up, if you don't mind. Yes. Um, so uh, <laughs> the players, the coaches get the players. Correct. That's why they get Yes. And without uh, the right coach, do, you don't get the players and you do, don't win. Do the coaches ever miss on players? Of course. Oh. Hell Yes. So, just the fact that they get players, they do better. Can't, can't mean as much. Well, no, of course you get wrong players. No, you can miss players and but still have great teams. What? Yeah, you can, yes, yes, but you. But can also, overall, I look at the team. But it's the same coach, right? But overall, the years of that coach, they're going to have better teams, and they're going to have more, they're going to win more, just like Shaka Smart and Sean Miller. The difference in the Big East from what they were a few years ago is the change in the coaches at Xavier. And Marquette. All right, all right, Pebble. Guess we're gonna have to put it up. I don't. I don't care what they I say. Do. I do. You do. All right, yes, fine. I do. All right. Uh, the question is. Palmer yes. says the the biggest key to a successful team. Yes. Is the coach. Yes. Not even close. I say, it's the talent of the players. What determines the players that you get? I agree it's the talent of the players, but the one uh, thing the player, determines... The players' parents determine what they And, what and they how, why do they pick schools? Right now, whoever gives the most money. I don't know about that. <laughs> I do. Then you'd be, hey, then you'd be uh, <laughs> in denial. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. That may be, and yes. it's going to be, but... Yes. But before, it's uh, what school you like. What school you saw on TV the most. What uh, There are a lot of reasons. Sometimes the coach was the reason. I, I, I came to Marquette. Guess what? The coach that I came to uh, recruit about left. Still stayed at Marquette. Right. Because you're. They had nothing to do with the coach there. I understand. You're it very. Was the school. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, 
You're part of a small group. There are exceptions to the oh, rule. Okay. All right. Well, well, did you put it up, Pebble? We'll see. We'll see. What yeah, I put it up think. right now. Eddie has been well, walking on Twitter. Oh, it's not a fair Homer question. Homer says no. the biggest key to a successful collegiate right. team. Well, no, it can be on your coach. level. If it's the, if he, if people pick the players, the players pick the school because of the coach. Not That's all not of them, true. but most of them. I wouldn't even say it's most of them. Oh, my God, of course it is. There's a myriad of reasons. No. Then why? Look at the excellence of the coaches, the coaches that dominate. (laughs) No. So they just keep getting good players every year. Yes. Okay. Hey, man, listen. There's a lot of good coaches out there. They ain't getting the good players. The good schools are getting the, the, like, you look up and down this uh, top top 25. Right. There's there's some teams that are always getting all the players. Gonzaga. They always get good players. Yeah, yeah. because of who? They got the same coach. Let him leave and watch the players they get. They're always getting good Yeah, watch him leave, watch the players they get. The biggest mistake a school makes. They will still get good players. No, look at Virginia before Tony Bennett was there. They didn't do jack. If he leaves now, they'll still get good players. No, no. Yes. No school. No, it's the coach. No. Hey, well, look at, watch, watch Duke. Watch Duke. It's over, boys. They're not even in the over. top 25. Yes. And what's changed at Duke? Nothing. What's changed at Duke? They get five five-star kids what? coming in next year. Right. All right. We'll <laughs> see. We'll you. see. What's what changed? We'll see. What's changed at Duke? He just told you what they got. Five-star well, we'll kids. I'll believe ahead. it when I see it next year. Duke, Duke, it's over. It's over. It's over. Look at North Carolina. They got and, top talent. They're not yeah. even ranked either. What? And they were number one to start the year right. in the country. Yeah, what? Now he he had him there last year, so give him credit. It's over. The day a school says it's about the school, it's over. Pebble, we got. Uh, can we get Homer a cheesehead? Hey, how about Marquette? Ho, ho! It's holes in his story. It's about Marquette. Oh, really? How many national championships since '77? How many wins since '77? The greatness of Marquette was the greatness of Al McGuire. Next. Jason Wilde is brought to you by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 18 dealerships, 15 brands, and thousands of vehicles in stock. Check them out at Boucher.com. Everybody on the planet Earth should get information about the Green Bay Packers from Jason Wilde. Every day of the year, we do our part. 94.5 94.5 ESPN. Jason Wilde gets on even when we have Kevin Harlan on for an hour. Wow. Yeah. Good afternoon, Jason. Do you have a Kevin Harlan story? I'll bet you do. You're going to have Kevin Harlan on for an hour? That's right. You got it. Wow. He's doing a lot of talking. Actually... He's doing a lot of talking. Might, might actually listen for once. Um, yeah, he's great, isn't he? Thank I love you. him. Oh, I love hurts. him. I'm kidding. I, I kid because I care. Uh, well, an hour is a long time, and, and especially uh, with two guys that are very vocal and vociferous and uh, have a lot to say, uh, Homer, are you going to step aside so he can do more of the talking than you? Uh, you will refuse <laughs> You will refuse to believe this, but you will have to call Kevin off the air and ask him. Jason, I will do no talking. Kevin Harlan said to me, the reason he loves doing interviews with me is more than anybody else who's interviewed him. I let him talk without interrupting him. <laughs> I don't believe uh, that. All right, you call him up and ask him privately. No chance. I will, but I, 
I, I believe him because you just treat him differently than you treat all the rest of them. Oh, that is correct. Show that is res- correct. You show him respect. Wow. I don't really want to say why I let him talk for so long because it's not going to serve me well. Okay, fair enough. Well, what do you want to talk but, about other than our mutual appreciation for Kevin Harlan? I want you to do the research because we have another situation where everybody is mocking Aaron Rodgers. They're saying he's a sandbagger, and he loves it because it will all come out that he didn't do anything, he didn't sandbag, and either they set the handicap for him or the difference in his handicap gets it goes higher when you play at Pebble Beach. But this is what Aaron Rodgers loves. When people say stupid things about him, and he knows the truth. He knows they're going to get sucked in by it. And then he just gets to chuckle at the end of it all. And There's no way he would allow a 10 handicap not knowing that the entire world is going to call him a cheater. Unless someone else did it or they did it as the result of the difference between where he has his handicap and Pebble Beach. My guess is the tournament does it and not him, but... We'll wait till he laughs at everyone. Yeah, I'm sure he'll discuss that tomorrow. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure that YouTube program will uh, give him the opportunity to defend himself. Not that he really cares what people think. Of course, doesn't care. Does not. I mean, oh, I'm yeah. not a victim. I don't like a victim. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, look, I didn't watch that. I didn't have any real interest in it. I personally uh, don't really enjoy watching golf. I used to watch it so I could take a nap. It was such a great, like, calming thing to watch. <laughs> fall asleep. Wow. But I don't have time. Shots time fired. But, well, but, Tony, like, you're a, you're a terrific golfer, right? You love golf, you love to play golf, and maybe you love to watch golf. I, I don't have any real interest in that. And so even though it was Aaron Rodgers playing in the Pro-Am, I was like, no. But I, I certainly had an interest in what he said during the rain delay. And I certainly had an interest in what Devontae Adams said at the Pro Bowl games last night. But yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't care. I don't care if his handicap is a two or a ten, or if he cheated or he didn't. That that has uh, holds very little interest to me because that doesn't affect whether or not he plays quarterback for the Packers or someone else next year. But you do care. That. You do care if he cheated. That would disappoint you. I don't think you think of Aaron Rodgers as a cheater. I don't think of him as a no. cheater. No. No, I, I would. I mean. I, I would be curious, like he was very clear on McAfee, though, that he hadn't played, he had not played golf since August. Now, why, that would be another, or, or if it's his truth, right? I mean, that's typical Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, he could very well be telling the truth that he hasn't played, say, and I don't know if he said it this way, but if he would have said, you know, I haven't played a round of golf since August. Um, but I, but leaves out the fact that he has like in his rec room in his basement in Green Bay a, a simulator driving range, and he hits balls, you know, three times a week. Uh, that would be yep. kind of him splitting hairs, right? So he would. That would be classic, and- Aaron. That'd be classic, Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Right. So I don't. Again, I don't really give a hoot. Uh, but I know some people... I haven't do. touched a club. Uh, uh, do you give a hoot about the uh, whatever that was yesterday? Was that a game? I don't know what that was. When are they going to be done with the, the Pro Bowl crap? 
They're never going to be done with We're it because they it. get good ratings. I, I didn't watch any of it, but I don't watch it generally. Hey, so. hey, I was asking Jason, by I the know. way. Well, I was kind of answering the question for you, trying to help. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, Jason? Jason? Uh, yeah. All right. Go, oh, ahead. go ahead, Jason. Will you? No, no, I want to know what, if you if they're going to do away with it or not. Uh, I don't no think one so. It, right? they, they, called it the, they called it the Pro Bowl games, and you and I are of a similar age. And so we all remember the, the uh, battle of the network superstars or whatever they used to do. Oh, yeah. They'd run. Yeah, they'd Joe Frazier not being able to swim. We'll never forget it. Right. And I, I used to love watching that. Like, that was one of my favorite things. Like, it was cool to see yeah. NFL players and baseball players. And hockey it's the players first time I had respect for soccer. First time I ever had respect for soccer. Because I still don't. The so- Kyle wrote, well, I can't remember, it was uh, the son of a famous football player was in there and did really well, and he was a soccer player. To think about yeah. what it was. So I, really, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch much of it. I saw some of the highlights. Uh, looked like the flag football game was not that different than uh, the amount of tackling that occurred during the regular type of games that they had been playing in the oh. past. So uh, mm-hmm. it sounded, from what I read, there were some mixed reviews. Uh, some of the events were stupid, um, which I would tend to agree with. So I think it, I think it needs some fine tuning. Tausch was all out on it. He thought it, it was terrible. Uh, he would rather watch the half-hearted it is. actual football game than that. But look, I don't know. I mean, the, this is this is fairly commonplace with all-star games, especially in today's era. Like back when I was a kid, you know, and watching. Uh, you know, the 1983 Major League All-Star game, I think it was at Comiskey Park, and uh, Atlee Hamaker gave up a grand slam to Fred Lynn, maybe, and Robin Yount was one of the people that were on base and scored. Like, I remember getting really excited about the baseball All-Star game, right? But now, you know, what? What if your spot is up in the pitching rotation for your team, then you probably don't go. Uh, there are guys that just want the three days off. Obviously, the Pro Bowl has been an issue. We've seen the NBA All-Star Game and uh, the level of defense that is played uh, in the first 46 minutes until the last two minutes of the game. Like, they all have drawbacks to them. But still, for me, the idea of seeing all the best players on the field at the same time, I I was fine with the old Pro Bowl. I didn't think they needed to try and do this. But once they decided to do it, if they can now fine-tune it and make it a little more entertaining, like I think I'd still be okay with it. But I I, I got the sense that some of the stuff they did was just flat-out stupid and people were not interested. I I tend to agree. I was, I'm, I'm with Tausch. I'm totally out on it right now. Just, uh, just, it, was, it was just painful to watch. We'll see what the ratings are. That will determine everything. Yes. The ratings are better. They'll continue to fine-tune this. If the ratings are worse, they'll go back to, I think, playing more of the game. Um, I can't – I really don't have an opinion of any value because I didn't watch it before and <laughs> I didn't watch now. So I watched neither. The only time I've ever watched it is after the Packers won a Super Bowl when you could listen to the players in the Pro Bowl when it was after the Super Bowl. That made the yeah, game of note. I, I preferred that setup. I understand why they changed it. By the way, if Pebble could clip the part where uh, just 
out of context you say, I don't really have an opinion of any value. I'd like to use that going forward on occasion as a drop. <laughs> That's, uh, fine. That's fine. Uh, I am curious. Uh, everybody should know. I've figured out Aaron Rodgers and why he does all this that he does because oh, he loves playing. Love to- he loves pl- he just loves playing the media. He, you know, it's like it just he knows exactly what they want and he gives them everything they want and they're suckers to buy into all this stuff. So as long as they keep doing their job the way they do it, he'll keep feeding them stuff because um, that's you know, and so it makes him feel good that I'm smarter than I'm smarter than everybody, but I'm giving people what they want, and uh, you know, he he's uh, giving them stuff about like which team when he knows that that's we're not he's not even to that level in terms of uh uh he's basically uh, going to make it too and everybody in the media media is aware of that but nobody says it so it's like hey this is so easy it's fun they just yeah, I would, suck into whatever i, I push- say and hey yeah what i would push back i would push back on that in this way and I think you're—I think you're right to some degree. I think he's doing it to entertain himself. Um, yeah. Here's my problem. Uh, as you guys know, and I've told you many times, uh, I take my role as the conduit between the team and players and coaches and fans seriously. You want to manipulate me? You want to give me a hard time? You want to tease me? Uh, you want to crack jokes at my expense? I'm okay with that. You know. And and he was very nice when he was. Uh, doing his quasi roast after the uh, loss to the Lions, of, you know, he, you know, making a joke about how you know, and Jason bringing it back with something serious or whatever with my question style. I'm fine with that. It doesn't bother me at all. But my point, and what bothers me about if he's doing this just for his own entertainment, is that the people that care about this team and the people that care about him and that want uh, that want this uh, they want him back right the, the true the fans that truly care about him and care about this team like I and I've said this before and I mean it in the nicest possible way but there is a segment of the Packers fan base that cares about this team beyond a healthy point. And I am eternally grateful to how much, to all Packers fans who care enough about their team to care what I say on the radio, to care about reading what I write, care about what I do for a living. It is how I pay the mortgage. And I am not unappreciative of that. And what I would argue is, is that when Roger says stuff like he did with the Raiders thing, Craig and I talked about this at length on Sunday Karma, Yesterday, which you can check out on Wisconsin On Demand, presented by Grubel Offices, one call that song. I just don't I, I don't think it does him any, any good for his brand. I don't care if he's entertained. I think he's full of it when he says that he doesn't care what people think. I, I don't believe that he actually, he may try to convince himself he feels that way, but I don't believe that. But the greater issue is there are people that desperately want him back. I know that there's a, a shift in how many people that is. And it feels like there's more fans that are ready to move on from him than ever before. But I don't think you should toy with fans' emotions. You want to give me a hard time as a reporter? I understand what I, uh, I signed up for. But when you do this sort of stuff, if you're doing it just to see how the media reacts, 
and, and again, much like football players, not all the media is the same. So this idea that you can, you know, have fun at the media's expense, well, yeah, it's great that all the aggregators are taking what he says and it's, it's all over the Internet. But I, I take this job more seriously than that, and I do not want to be trolled because that means that I am going to pass that on to your fans. And I think that sucks. And I think if, if he truly, if he is as authentic as he has been for much of my time knowing him and covering him and caring about him, I would tell him that to his face. I would, I would use words that I can't use on the radio. But I would say, don't do this stuff. I don't think it's good for you, and it really sucks for the fans. Now, maybe there's fans that are listening now that will disagree with me, but I think there are fans. We have one, you know, Erica, who calls our show all the time. Like, there is literally nothing that Aaron Rodgers could do, I think, that would make her turn on him. But not everybody is that to that degree. And when you do stuff like this and you're the boy who cries retirement, like I used to call Brett Favre, uh, and you say things like, going, you know, oh, the fans want me to go to the Raiders, you're under contract to the Packers. And I would just argue that this is not a good look for you. Even if you're entertaining yourself, I think you're better than that. And, again, I would say that to him, so I'm not saying anything that I wouldn't say to his face. I just, as I told Tausch this morning on our show, uh, and I was thinking about texting him, and and I know he's got his uh, astrology seminar that he's part of today that I'm missing, but I would love to ask him, what exactly are you doing and why are you doing it? Because I don't understand it. We will continue this topic tomorrow. Thanks, Jason. I hope. All right, guys. Take care. Be good. Guaranteed. Now, we have Joe Lenardi to talk about uh, what he thinks about the uh, 10th-ranked Marquette. Uh, But what's the order of what we do, Pebble? We just need a break now, correct? And we'll get the rest of it in. All right. Next. Bust it. I'm here to help, and I admit, by helping you, you'll like me more. Yes, part of me telling you the greatness of Fisco is so that it helps my reputation. Oh, that place is great. Yeah. It's all win for everyone. For Fisco, for you, and for me. Fisco Auto Body on Forest Home in Franklin. Don't give the address often enough. Forest Home in Franklin. Auto Body Place is a family business owned since 1931. It's not what they do, it's who they are. So by the time they're doing it for you, they've been doing it so long, they're experts at doing it, even if they haven't been really doing it. You can quote me on that. You're set. Your kids are set if they listen to you. Fisco Auto Body on Forest Home in Franklin. You'll like them. You'll like me. It's all good. Fisco, Fisco, Fisco to remember the name. You're listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Aaron Rodgers, even when he golfs, can't wait for the specifics. Sandbagger. Sandbagger. It would appear that. It would appear that. There is no way. It would appear. Right. Aaron Rodgers is going to have an answer, I'm telling you. You don't believe it. Do I believe that he, with a handicap of 4.6, did any sandbagging whatsoever? Guarantee you he didn't. How did the 10 handicap end up for the Pro-Am at Pebble Beach? First of all, nobody knows how they determined 
the handicaps. There is no way that Aaron Rodgers is going to live with, well, I was a 4-6, but I haven't been playing, so I made it a 10. No, he has an mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. as right. to why he has the 10, and he is not responsible for it. They, he may have said, I haven't played in six months. All right, we'll change Because you haven't played, we'll change your 4.6 into a 6. And uh, 6 at what course? Your handicap goes up when you play at a course tougher than the one that you play in. My home course I list as Ironwood. Yeah. Every event I play at, every event, my handicap goes up. Goes up? Up, yes. Because the course I'm playing on. Is harder than Ironwood. It seems to me when I played it. It's not that easy. What? It's not that easy. Well, again, I don't determine these numbers. When I play Ironwood and go to and go to Blue Mount, I think it goes up three, two or three. Mm. So I go from an eleven to a fourteen. But um, there's no way Aaron Rodgers is going to live with the rest of his life winning Pebble Beach because he's a cheater and a sandbagger. Now he likes the fact that people will say that. Because that will prove again that What's people that are prove? people are out to get him, or that the people don't know what the hell they're talking about, or people talk before they check to see what the facts are. What? So, no, it's not going to prove anything. Because they didn't. He didn't do it. He didn't sandbag. Everybody says he sandbagged. Just say you didn't sandbag. What? No, you you can't just say it. You have to prove why no, and show just why. Say. Say, listen, I've reported my uh, index, and they made the handicap. Well, that would be fine if that's his answer. I don't know that. What else uh, else answer is there? um, That would seem to be the most likely one. I mean, seems like the only one. No, he could say, what's my, my handicap is 4.6. I haven't played in six months. What is my handicap? Your index. Your index, correct. Same thing, handicap index. (laughs) They're different. Are they? Yeah, because, well, that's what I say. Your index is not changing. Correct. Your That's index right. is what it is. Exactly. Yeah, good when point. When you go to a course, you plug your index into the handicap calculator. At that which course. Which gives you a handicap right. for that course. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's what nobody has talked about. Right. And Pebble Beach, I'll bet, is a tough course, especially when you're playing it the same week as the pros in terms of pin placement and stuff. I mean, we can look that up. Slope, well, I don't know. Rating right My now. guess is that the tournament raises your handicap more than normal at Pebble Beach because of how tough the Pebble course Beach is set up. is 74.3. Correct. Not when the pros are there. I'll bet it's even higher for the tournament. Well, it's, it's gonna, it's, it depends on the tee box. Correct. Well, but no, it also, de- also depends, I think, in this case, I'll bet they change it based on the pin placements and everything. I mean, you've played, you play Brown, Brown Deer after the, the GMO. It's two or three strokes it, harder it based up, on where the pins are. It goes are. up. I think it goes up to it's only two points right now. I'm looking at the uh the blue tees are normally one forty three for the um for the tournament they're one forty five. Yeah, that's about right. Goes up two. Goes up two. Right. So he could that could go from that's how his handicap could go that, up. Two points I don't know if two points equates that much in your index. Not oh, from okay. a four to a ten. All right. I just, much. just wait. All right. Joe Lenardi. That Joe Lenardi. What's Marquette seeded? Are they a one yet? Is Marquette a one seed? Next. Can't help to notice you had some fun on social media yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about Aaron Rodgers can move into your neighborhood. Have you started recruiting Aaron Rodgers to be the new Raiders 
uh, quarterback. Duh. Why, why, would, why would anybody not do that? I mean, 100%. That's my guy, obviously, and wish we're thinking, but we'll see what happens. What's your best recruiting pitch? Uh, that I'm here. That is Devontae Adams. Just playing along. Understand, this is all just fiddling and diddling because this isn't even part of Rogers' next decision. As again, somebody should have said that. That's why we exist to help you out. If the rest of us were like Aaron Rodgers, were like treated Aaron Rodgers the way we do, this crap wouldn't be going on. Because the average person would say, "Hey, I'm not. I don't care all this stuff you're doing." This isn't about where you're going to play with. You haven't even said if you're going to play or retire. So don't start fiddling and diddling with that crap about where you're going to play when you've got another decision to make that you haven't made yet. Now, so there's only one question to ask you, and that is, are you playing next season? That's what every media member, every story, every ESPN, Fox, whatever, should be doing, and they're not. And Aaron Rodgers laughs every day, going, this is just too Third easy. day. This is just too easy. And everybody privately is thankful because it's another topic to talk about. Aaron Rodgers, everybody should like Aaron Rodgers because he gives you another topic to talk about. What would the option be as far as the NFL? But you don't have to let him manipulate the way you do. Hey, Devontae, we, we aren't even talking about where you'd want him to go. He hasn't even said he's playing. Can you tell us, has he said to you that he's playing? Once he said he's playing and not retiring, then we'll go to stage two. But we listen to Homer and Tony every day, and they're the only ones that are setting people straight. You should not be allowed. It should be against the law to talk about what team he's playing on until... He says if he's playing. Because you know what? You're going to get mad when he says, okay, I've decided I'm playing, and now you got to start this thing all over again, which you never should have allowed if you were doing your business. Um, Joe Lenardi is on assignment. So uh, what do we do with are you, do we, are you a better guesser? Should we take caller four now? Pebble, what's the plan? Because Kevin Harlan is now. waiting. Caller 4, 1-800-990-3776. Kevin Harlan is waiting, and we will not make him wait. I knew you did. I know you guys wouldn't believe it. Wouldn't believe what? That he said he loves being interviewed by me because I interrupt him less than anyone Would else. Would not believe it. All right. Okay. Well, not one day. I don't want that to sidetrack from. Uh, by the way, I'm calculating your handicap. Yeah. Uh, what what did you say your index was? 12? No, I think it's 11.4, something like All that. Right, so we'll just give you 12 index. All right. It should be 11 because it's less than 11 and a half. I'll take 11. I've, I already put it at 12. All right, 12. Uh, so at Pebble Beach. Yeah, I'd be an 18. You'd be an 18. Yeah, baby. I told you. Yes. And now Aaron Rodgers, so that would be from 4 to 10. Now, he's not at Ironwood. He, I think he's at Green Bay Country Club. But at... What? Green Bay Country Club. I think that's where his uh, index is at. I think he's a member there. Not Oneida. Uh, Green Bay Country Club, I think, is the newer place, and I don't think that's that tough. Mm. But I don't know. So Pebbles, 74.3 and 144. 
with a par for the tournament or just in general? This is just. By the way, we're waiting on caller number four. Are you a better guesser? Your handicap four point five there. Your handicap is eight. At. At Pebble. Okay, it's eight. All right, it means you get eight strokes. All right, and he's at ten. Um. Right. I think they made some adjustment based on him not. He's a ten, so he's a sandbagger. No, no. Sand. You just haven't figured out how they, how someone else came to ten. He did not determine he was a ten. Pebble, do we have someone ready? I'm kind of. Yep, Stephen Walkershaw, Homer. Stephen Walkershaw, you're on ninety four five ESPN. Are you a better guesser? Are you a former champion of this competition? No, and I'm not a very good guesser. I deal in facts. Um, Rogers will be playing next year too. Yeah. Oh, is that a fact? Well, I can you guys, can either of you two honestly say that Rogers is going to want to be the second to last guy to go during the Hall of Fame induction ceremony? I'm just I'm just saying that you just first said you don't deal in guesses, <laughs> then you made a statement. I'm just wondering if it's fact. Now, or it's, no, wait. Is that you, a guess? He is saying he won't retire, but that he will play. Right. That's what you're. He saying. will play. He's not. Yeah, we, he's not yeah, gonna we're, be is that a fact? Or is that your guess? I think that's my. What fact. is it for us? That's your, his fact. I, I okay. think it has well, to qualify as a guess. He said he's not a good guesser. So but I, but I think I'm it not is. Not going to go by his. I guess. will admit it's a guess. Only uh, person. It is. But he said he's not a good guesser. We'll I'm not going. I'm not going to go by his guess if he's not a good yeah. guesser. Self admitted. Um, so again, it's always okay. to be. He's going yeah. to play. We know he's going to play. Now you're part of that group that believe he's going to play because he doesn't want to be part of the same uh, retirement group as Tom Brady. I don't believe that's a factor at all, but I can't prove that. And if you believe that, you're going to be able to hold on to that opinion because he is going to come back and play. I just got a, I just got a text from a highly regarded person in the golf world. Yes. They said Rodgers is a sandbagger. Well, he might be, but that, that but it, was he a sandbagger in the – I'm just asking I'm just giving you the info I got. Right. Well, no, I want to make sure it's clear. Is the person saying he was a sandbagger at, at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am? That's the only thing that counts. He could be a sandbagger in general, but I do not believe he was a sandbagger at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Okay. He legitimately you, you got a, it was a 10 was used based on whatever standard they use. Uh, my and there was my no, highly respected source is listening, so okay, they fine. can hear you. All right, that's good. I love it. All right. You, you ready to go, Steve? You, no, go ahead. I'm ready. What? All right. LeBron James is about to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. Who's the all-time leading scorer in the ABA? Dr. J, Dan Issel, Ron Boone, or Louis Dampier? Who's the top scorer in the ABA? Dr. J, Dan Issel, Ron Boone, and Louis Dampier. And I should mention that these are just points scored in the ABA. What any of them did in the NBA uh, has nothing to do with their ABA totals. Dr. J, Dan Issel, Ron Boone, or Louis Dampier? What do you say, Steve? Dr. Dr. J is the obvious guess, so I'm going to go with Dan Issel. Dan Issel is the guess of Steve. Uh, Issel was good. All right, and... Pebble has given me his answer. Did you just give it to me? Yep, I just texted you to Homer right now. All right. Yes. Now, where do we stand? He I already, yeah, three, I got Pebbles now. One more correct and up on Tony, and I will start tanking then. <laughs> but no, wait. He's tanking now. He's I'm tanking, tanking right now. Yes. Until I get to four. Yeah. 
<laughs> so at four, you stop taking, and he starts taking. We never have a time in which one of you is not taking. Correct. All right. Dr. Um, J, Dan Issel, Ron Boone, or Louis Dampier? Um, I'm taking Dr. You are taking Julius Dr. Dr. J. All right. And the correct answer. What? You're since, sure he's, since not I know he's not it? He is not it. You're correct. <laughs> yes. Uh, Dan Issel and Louis Dampier both were great players at Kentucky, who I believe George Thompson and company beat to get to the Elite Eight before Rick Mount shocked them. Um, the correct answer, the all-time leading scorer in the ABA, Pebble, by the way, said Louis Dampier. Do I have that right, Pebble? That is correct. And the tanker has changed because that's the correct answer, and Pebble is now up four. Tank starts yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> No, 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 the tank has been going on now. We have a different tanker. Pebble starts tanking. I'm going to get it right now. I have to to regroup. We also need to to pick a couple numbers, too, for our winner from last week's. Yeah, there were two winners from last week. and Ben in Burlington, so we need a couple numbers from the Hall of Famer here to uh, select the winner from last week's $50 gift card to Mars Cheese Castle. I'm going to pick 86 for my year of graduation from high school. Uh, yeah. So the winner of the $50 gift card to Mars Cheese Castle is the longest drum roll in show history. Drum roll, please. Kent Intosa. That's number 12 or 13. Oh, always getting Yeah, no, he's, he might, he's getting close to Ron and the key. I think they both might be a Drums, 13 or something. So we take a break, and then we do the top three at three, then break for Kevin Harlan, right? Correct. Or not. Do I got it right? You got that right, Homer. Yes. Yeah. Top three at three. I might honor myself. Next.